Welcome back to Vagina Slims. I am Lauren Rose and I'm the host of this podcast and I hope that you are all doing super well tonight whenever you're listening to this. A couple updates before I get into the theme of the podcast. Um, I recently put up two podcasts like back to back, rapid fire. So if you haven't checked them out, you definitely should now. Um, Episode six was a Riot Girl themed podcast, finally. Because I've been getting a lot of requests to play some music from that genre. Although I do want to mention in that podcast, I put a trigger warning on it. Um, at least in the descriptions and whenever I post it anywhere. Because I do talk about rape and sexual assault. So keep that in mind because I get questions about that sometimes. If I can put content warnings in. And they usually are there. But I'm going to try to like say them verbally too. Um, and then episode 7 was my recent one and in there I kind of played like mama bear and I talked about like fake IDs and um it was it was like right girl but just a little bit more like I don't know the word jaded maybe <laughs> a little bit darker so yeah episode six episode seven they're up go check them out if you haven't already so today's podcast is going to be a little more emo than usual (laughs) for many reasons but I just wanted to take it down a notch now that summer is ending I think everyone's a little bit moody and sad and I have a bunch of questions if you ever want to ask a question you can go to my blog which is don't find me on the internet.tumblr.com you can go to my ask box I always leave it down below in the description and just ask me whatever but also follow me on all my social media because whenever I take questions, I like announce it. So you'll probably have a better chance of getting in when you follow me then. So yeah, whatever or not, I don't, you don't have to listen to me. <laughs> I think we should set the mood right straight off the bat by playing a little Santo and Johnny. This is Summertime, their cover of Summertime. Enjoy.
All right, that was Santo and Johnny. Hopefully I said that first bit right. I don't remember what I said before. With their cover of Summertime. And you've probably heard that song before by Ella Fitzgerald. Another great, great rendition. And the only reason why I didn't choose that one was because it gets like quite jazzy at the end of hers. And upbeat. And I am all about the low beats right now. So... Just a little fun fact about those brothers. Um, you've probably heard them play other songs like Blue Moon or what's what's that other one that I think of all the time? Sleepwalking, that's another good one. Um, but they are two brothers. They grew up in Brooklyn, New York City. And then in the 40s, they were moved to Oklahoma because their father was drafted into the army. And apparently, the story goes, is that his father heard, for the first time, like, steel guitar on the radio. And then he wrote to his wife, saying that he'd want his boys to learn how to play the instrument so they could play it for him. And, um, when the dad came back from World War II, um, he found them a music teacher, and then, you know, the rest is history. So, I just thought that was kind of sweet for kind of like a lonely sounding song although it's i guess the song is supposed to be more like sensual but for me it kind of reads lonely (laughs) um let's see some updates i wanted to say a couple things about the mac demarco stuff because if you guys don't if you didn't catch up because on my last podcast i talked about my horrible mac demarco concert experience and how like all the guys there are super bro-y and whatever you can like listen to it at the podcast but i just wanted to read a couple comments that i got let's see alma barrios on instagram said i love the podcast but yeah my back to marco concert experience was the same i almost fainted because these two tall guys were literally pushing the air out of me and i realized the male fans of him don't give a fuck they just want to be savage or quote-unquote cool and yes, Savage is the perfect word to describe his fandom or whatever. That's what they'd like to be, at least. Uh, let's see. Got No Feeling on Instagram said, Your Mac DeMarco concert experience is my experience at a lot of shows I go to. And I'm glad you are speaking out about it. Yeah. I know, it sucks. And I definitely have noticed that. It, it definitely depends on the concert. But there's, like, an overall general slime that kills a lot of moments for me. So, yeah, thank you for all of your comments and messages that you guys gave to me about that in particular. Um, let's see. I'm going to answer probably one question. Um, actually, you know what? I got a comment on Instagram art enthusiast, or this is not Instagram, this is Tumblr, um, art enthusiast kid said, hi Lauren, I recently found a song called Take It As It Comes by the Vivian Girls, and I thought you may enjoy it. Also, I showed your podcast to the guy I'm listening, or I'm seeing, (laughs) and he loved it, it kind of becomes our thing. He's already listening to episodes without me, good vibes to you. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome, thank you both for supporting um and that's funny how that came to be um (laughs) 
it's also crazy because that song that you mentioned taken as it comes by the vivian girls i never knew the name of that song but that was like our anthem always at my friend jack's house i feel and ross really liked that song so yeah that is a really great song and y'all should check it out but yeah good vibes to you both i'm sorry i read your comment in such an emo episode (laughs) but i truly do wish you the best um okay how about a quick quick question oh you know what i just found this anonymous comment i did want to mention um she said dude thanks for back to marco's story that's fucking gross i was thinking about going to a show at the metro in chicago and i'm pretty grossed out and don't really want to fuck with it also love the podcasts and i love the right girl movement stay awesome well thank you although i don't know if you're a guy or a girl or who knows um but thank you and yeah that i don't know you don't have to i don't want to like kill anyone's vibe by calling out my terrible experience with mac demarco and his like creepy bandmates and i think that you should be able to enjoy what you want to enjoy but i just wanted to like talk about that situation as a whole and how like unsafe it feels to ever be at a concert whose i don't know target audience under the musician is just gross boys i don't know (laughs) actually you know what i'm kind of rambling and i don't feel like listening to myself (laughs) a lot in this podcast so let's see i'm gonna play a song off of the soundtrack of place beyond the pines which is a film by derek sanfrance it's actually one of my favorite more like contemporary films the director he studied under stan brackage in colorado so he has like a really sentimental way of telling stories and also dealing with um actors and he also made blue valentine for those who have maybe seen that this is Don't Go, Please Stay by The Crying James. Enjoy. If I got on my knees and I pleaded with you not to go but to stay in my arms Would you walk out the door Like you did once before This time, be different Please stay If I call out your name like a prayer Would you leave me alone in that field Knowing I need you so Would you still turn and go this Please stay. 
Please Stay by The Crying Shames. Another great, great, great song off of Place Beyond the Pines. I'm going to leave that trailer down below if y'all haven't seen that because it is really worth your while. Although I, I almost like would recommend not seeing the trailer because it kind of gives away a little bit too much. But yeah, I've never really been like a huge Ryan Gosling fan. But in that film, he is just very, 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 very attractive so yeah <laughs> okay so on tumblr corduroy said hey lauren i absolutely love your podcast particularly all the movie recommendations i've gotten from it do you think you could talk about your favorite coming of age films slash films about teenage girls thanks i really love now and then um i can't tell you the director off the top of my head but it stars a bunch of, I don't know, like four little suburban girls. Like Thora Birch is in it when she was super young. And Christina Ricci. Um, and that girl who's in Girls, who's like Adam's sister. I think that's right. <laughs> she plays a little girl. And then you have like their adult versions like later in life. It's like a very, you know, point A, point B kind of movie. But Rosie O'Donnell is there. and Basically, it's about these four girls growing up in the suburbs in the 60s and their experience dealing with everything from like puberty to boys um Devin Sawa is in that film who was my like my number one 90s crush like he played Casper like the the real boy version of Casper and he was in um like Night of the Living Twisters or something like that so he's in that but it also deals with like really heavy stuff about parents um divorcing and death and i don't know it's just super great so i would recommend now and then for sure i also would recommend american beauty i don't know coming of age is such a weird like subject it's more of like a <laughs> coming to your existence movie um, I read this really great book. I'll have to leave it down below, but 
it basically talks about the psychology of American Beauty and the progression of the main character. There's a really great line in the movie, I can't remember it, but something about how how crazy it is when you realize that you can still surprise yourself and you can still like change your life even when you think that you're at the end of it or like you're in a rut. So, I don't know. American Beauty is very spiritual to me, even though it's a little bit like cheesy in some parts. I don't know. Those are two films that I can think of off the top of my head. And then I do love The Virgin Suicides. In the movie, it's all about like the loss of innocence, I guess. And not like in a dirtying way, like, oh, they're no longer innocent because, you know, Lux would go out and have sex or that they all committed suicide at the end but it's more about the ways in which you think before you become like a woman or or not even before you become a woman but before people start seeing you as a woman you know I don't know just this like appreciation for things around you that you kind of lose and I think that's important when you like consider teenage girls because teenage girls develop so much more faster than teenage boys or boys in general and I thought that movie was really beautiful because it kind of like showed the melancholy-ness and the sadness that occurs in these young women who want to be admired and want to be like normal teenage girls but they also know like way too much about what is to come and something that transcends what they are experiencing and it's interesting to view it um, as like a bystander and the book is really great too so yeah that was a long-winded answer but those are some really great films and i am actually playing a song from the virgin suicide so let me get my notes together this is empty house by air um air is a french band they did the whole soundtrack for the film and another fun fact is that this soundtrack and this whole movie in general was not like a hit at all and it just started gaining popularity within these last few years so now i think i just saw the air is like reissuing it um selling records at probably like amoeba or something so if you ever want to listen to this soundtrack on you know your record machine then you should go buy it and i think i'm totally gonna buy it too so here is um a sad night tune by air this is empty house
right, that was Empty House by Air off of the Virgin Suicide soundtrack. My buddy Willie and I actually used to play that soundtrack like all the time, just like sit in the car and listen to it and drive to it. It's just crazy how that music transcends everyone, you know, everyone can identify with it in some sort of way. It's very emotive, I guess. So I'm going to answer a couple more questions. Um, let's see. Anonymous says, Hi, Lauren. I've been feeling a wave of loneliness this past summer since my sister will be leaving for college in a matter of days. I don't think I ever realized how much I need my sister in my life as much as I do now. I've been crying on a regular basis, and as a result of the situation, I can't, but, I can't help but feel sad and angry most of the time. Now I'm even ignoring her because I can't face the thought of her leaving. How do I cope with this and get rid of these horrid feelings of nervousness? Um, well, first of all, that sucks. I'm sorry. But the thing about, like, siblings going away for college is that whenever they come back, they are super, super nice to you. Because <laughs> I had two older siblings, and whenever they'd come back for a holiday or whatever, like, it was stressful all around, but... I felt like we had this even stronger bond because now they could tell me about their experiences. Like my sister did that. Like she would give me the lowdown. Um, and it's just a lot less pressure than when you normally live with them. So that's something to look forward to, like college breaks, because almost every college kid can come back um, in most situations. But right now i think it's important to like tell your sister how much you're gonna miss her and i know that might be awkward or not you know your style but if you feel this way you have to tell her you know i think the best way would be to like ask her to go get ice cream or shopping or something something intimate that you two have done already so it's not super weird you know something that you do together and then just be upfront and you don't have to be dramatic about it but just be like i'm really gonna miss you and once you have that out on the table i think it's gonna be way easier for y'all to come back and you know grow together so i know it's hard there's really nothing to do about the situation because she will be leaving and you will be doing your own stuff but i can say from experience that it won't be too different i mean yes she'll be gone but time moves so quickly and you'll see her in a matter of months and you'll be busy doing your own stuff and learning on your own and not having somebody you know in front of you so i think it's cool i think you should be happy and you're going to get a lot of cool stories i'm sure when she comes back so yeah good luck all right i'm going to answer one more this one was by anonymous but i think this is an issue that a lot of people face so i'm gonna answer it hi lauren i love your podcast and it's been doing a lot for me actually i got broken up with in march and in order to cope started binging on junk food at night when I'd otherwise be filled with anxiety and sadness. Now I'm finally getting over him, but the binging won't stop. It feels totally out of my control, and I know it's not healthy. Um, it's not a healthy post-breakup indulgence anymore. How do I stop? Do you have any suggestions? Thanks for reading, and I hope you know that you have a positive impact. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I've experienced this not necessarily in your situation but it's good that you mentioned um binge eating that it's a way to cope with stress and anxiety and sadness because that's what it is um and it took me like a really long time to understand eating disorders because in the media everyone's always like oh 
anorexia, bulimia, um, a craze just filling our nation. And it just seemed like so out of touch. Like unless you went through it, like it seems so out of touch. And then when it comes to binge eating, that's a whole different story because when you overeat, you're seen as gluttonous or lazy. And it's, you know, everyone in general, in the general society kind of looks down on these people who are overweight or who suffer from binge eating because they don't see it as self-harm. And that was like the biggest thing for me, like learning that eating disorders are indeed like self-harm, especially binge eating disorders. So I think it's good that you already identified that this is something that you are using in order to distract yourself from feeling certain feelings. And I think it's important then to take it up a notch and go see a therapist or even a dietitian if it's really getting out of control or both, you know, because you won't stop binging until you actually talk about your anxiety and what's been stressing you. And I know that's like obviously incredibly hard because you've already developed this coping skill to like not do that. But I don't know. I really do believe in therapy and like actually getting out of your house, walking somewhere and talking to someone. And even if it's going to make you have a lot of anxiety at first, I think it's important to like physically get up and go do that. Um, But yeah, so I don't really have any, any advice, although I do know that, you know, it's best to create new coping skills that are actually like healthy for you. So whether that means, you know, cooking healthy food or going on a walk or reading a book or something, something to distract you from your feelings, like you have to build up all of those coping strategies that are healthy in order to X out like one bad one because it's huge, you know, binge eating is huge. It's really hard to get rid of. So that'll probably be what you'll be working on if you see a therapist um, or somebody in that field. And yeah, I mean, I hope that works out for you. I'm actually going to leave a woman off of YouTube. Her name is Katie Morton, I think. And she's a licensed therapist and she's really just cute and Midwestern-y. And um, she has so many videos on eating disorders, including binge eating and she posts all the time so i'm just gonna leave her channel down below and hopefully you'll find something within there that you can um feel safe with you know comforted by i guess so i think that's all i'm gonna answer for today um i did have one song that i wanted to share with you before i went out this is a song that i play whenever i'm super emo and i just need to like cry one out so this is by kurt file and this is called Too Hard. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah.
dollars I will promise to do my very best To do my duty for God and my country Hey, but I'm just human after all I will promise not to smoke too much And I will promise not to party
Best of all. 